0: Log Radio. Good afternoon. <clears throat> My name is Jeanette Abney, and I am the host of the show, as well as I am a licensed American Family Therapist. Excuse me, but I'm trying to do brunch. I'm trying to eat breakfast and lunch all at the same time, so i got a mouthful of food, so I'm listening So <laughs> I want to thank you for joining me today as we talk about this topic, and I hope hopefully Those that wanted to talk about this will call in on the show because I wasn't able to send out a reminder just to let them know so hopefully they remembered what we were going to be talking about today. Now, again, I also want to thank my loyal listeners that basically support me as it comes to these topics, as it comes with keeping me grounded, and also... Sharing the information with others, even if you just post or allow me to post on your Facebook page, I appreciate that because you never know who's listening to the show. You never know. So I'm gonna send Mr. Ed and be like, "Where are you?" And I know you're gonna say you didn't call me, but um, it is what it is. So again, today is November the 13th. And today's topic has to do, again, with relationships, because being a therapist, I have the ability to work with individuals from all walks of life. And a lot of times they bring issues to me, whether it is premarital counseling, whether it's marriage counseling, couples counseling, whatever the case may be. But there's always some either some unresolved trauma, there is some childhood issues, or there's something going on that they may be carrying over into the relationship with another person, or they may be trying to... Hide that because they don't want nobody to see that part of them. Now, Paula White said it best when she said a relationship is healthy when I can be me, you can be you, we can be us. I can grow, you can grow, we can grow. However, we talk about that growth. What does that growth even look like when it comes to a relationship? With today's topic, we're going to be talking about chemistry versus compatibility. Because sometimes you can meet a person and it's like, oh, my God, I felt the love of my life. We have this chemistry, we got this thing going on with us, we feel each other, we know each other's thoughts. We can complete each other's sentences. So, and that chemistry can mean a lot of things or a lot of different things to different individuals. And sometimes, you know, people wonder, can that chemistry be developed? Do you get to, after, after being around a person long enough, do you start picking up on certain things? Because I know I'm I'm good at that. I I can even talk to a person and finish attention. Especially I got to stop it in therapy because I'd be talking too slow sometimes, and I, I already figured out what the going to say. So I gotta be make sure I'm not rude when I'm doing that. But when we t- start talking about these things, what does that chemistry, or how do you even know if you have that chemistry with another person, and the compatibility? Are you compatible? I've done shows in the past about being equally yoked. You know, sometimes individuals may not be compatible on a spiritual level, or they may be compatible on an intellectual level, or they may not even be compatible sexually. Because sometimes your pH values don't even match. It's, it's you know, so <laughs> we start talking about compatibility. That too can mean different things to different people. Now, as you can tell, my eye is still messed up, so I don't I don't know what's going on with my eye, but I need to um. Call my doctor and be like, um, you know, gave me these eye drops. I've been using them for over a week. It ain't working. It's been two weeks. My eyes still red, and I don't like this. I don't like it at all. So I got to get my blood pressure down, and then plus once my blood pressure come down, then maybe my eye will be all right. So let me, um, I'm looking at something because I'm trying to find what I posted on Facebook because I can't even see the doggone computer screen to even see what I say there. And if you want to call in on the show, give me a call at five one six three eight seven one nine one four 387 1914 because I want to hear your thoughts in regards to when you met the person that you are with, how did you connect? Was it uh, chemistry between the two? Was it that you felt that you were just compatible with one another because you met in church? I remember Castle Dollar had this thing he had on um, YouTube, and he said, you got to be careful with who you meet in church because you could have found yourself a devil. You know, because some people say, oh, well, we met in church. You know, someone asked me the other day where did I meet um, Mr. Abney, and I said I met him sitting in my living room when I was right after I had gave birth to my son. So it's like, uh, yeah, yeah. what do you meet this person? How did you know that you guys were even fit? for one another, and I'll never forget one time my mother, before she passed, she was at church, and she was at the front of the church, and the pastor was about to lay hands on her, and she turned around and saw her boyfriend behind her, and she got mad and wanted to fight in the church, and I'm looking at her like, why do you not want him right here? When we left the church, she said, you know what? It might be a man for me up in here, and a woman for you up in here. Get away from me. I said, dang, Really? You go to them like that even in the church? You know, so how do you even know if you're not even compatible? Now, what I posted and I said meeting individuals today can be interesting because it's very interesting how some individuals meet, hook up, connect. Many individuals are on dating sites. Some Facebook even have a dating site. I think Twitter, Instagram, all of them do, I believe. I don't know because I'm not on nobody's dating sites. But I remember one time my uh, ex-husband was on blackpeoplemeet.com. I started laughing at him. I was like, ooh, okay, so you're trying to meet somebody on blackpeoplemeet.com. So meeting individuals are interesting, and many ind- individuals can either, you know, they're either hooked up by other people, and some individuals try to do it the traditional way. I remember the movie um, with Whitney Houston, and the man told her, you better be more careful who you meet in the grocery store the produce section. I was like, ooh, I'm going to say this too. Be more careful who you mean Home Depot too. Now, however, once one connects, how do they grow within the relationship? Is it chemistry or is it compatibility? Let's talk about it. Now, you guys know I do not like talking on here by myself. So, if I don't get nobody to call in, I'm going to start calling people because I know who to call when it comes to stuff like this. When we talk about chemistry versus compatibility, that will also entertain you and don't even know that I'm about to call them. Let me see if I can reach my friend, because I know he's probably not listening to the show. Uh, let me see. Let me see. I got so many doggone numbers for him. Good Lord. Okay. All right, let me see if I can if he answers the phone, because I know he would love to share with this one. This is Roger. Hello, how are you? Hey, man. My good and faithful friend who I just put on the radio, and I thought I'd let you know. <laughs> you what? I just put you on the radio, because nobody's calling in, so I started calling people, and you was at the top of my list.
1: Oh wow, you got me over
0: here smiling. Oh good, <laughs> you know what? Are you able to talk?
1: Um, I will be in about five minutes, but I can talk, but I can't really hear you that well because I'm 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 in the car right now, rolling, and the windows down, and we can't roll it up. Okay, no problem. I can
0: hear you though. Today's topic. You know what I mean? What, I can, okay, go ahead. What you got? That what's
1: what's the topic? The
0: topic is chemistry versus compatibility. Meaning when it comes to a relationship, how do you know if you got this chemistry with a person or if it is, are you compatible? So we're going to start there, and because a lot of times individuals, what does that mean? How do you know if you got chemistry with a person? Mm. I do. I was going to throw you off on that one. Uh,
1: yeah, you're just, man, compatibility. Start so chemistry.
0: What does that chemistry look like to you? can you have both? Can't you have both? You can have both. Some people can have chemistry and not compatibility, meaning they got this chemistry going on between them, and they got this, I like them, they like me, we have great sex together. But me and this person ain't got nothing in common. They dumbing in a bag of rocks. Or you know what, me and this other person, we don't even really get along. We're not even compatible. We don't even like the same things. But you think you got this chemistry going on. Now, if you have okay, both. To the, I have
1: somebody sitting inside the side of me. I'm going to ask them a question. Okay. The what?
2: What's the
0: question? Chemistry versus compatibility when it comes to a relationship. How do you know if... How do you know if you have chemistry? You it's a little different. I think, it's both the same thing. Okay. Um, it's a little different when you got the. Okay, tell me why you think it's the same thing. What does the chemistry mean to you? If you got chemistry, chemistry with a person, chemistry to me means that we lock good together. We fit. Uh huh. Yeah, your chemistry, your chemistry is when you guys get along and No, other words, the same thing.
2: Okay, here
0: we go. Okay. Compatible. Here we go. Compatible. Chemistry. Chemistry is that energy you have. It's that the energy. the energy. It's the connection you feel with a person. See, you can have, you can be compatible, but not have chemistry. You might just like reading Harry Potter books. You might like bowling. You might like, but that don't mean you like that person, because you might not even be attracted to that person. See, you can have compatibility without having attraction. Now, when we start talking about chemistry, some indicators of this connection are your body language, your cues, like you start getting butterflies all in your stomach, a rapid heartbeat. You start smiling when you see that person. You get that prolonged eye contact between the two of you. That's a little different than just being compatible. What about if her money is right? You know what? <laughs> now, if her money is right, are you attracted to the money, or do you feel you have a chemistry with that person? You may not even get to know that person, but their money just be right. <laughs> well, if her money is right,
1: I'm I'm attracted to her.
0: See, now, see, that's a, a phony, that's a fakeness, Roger, because here we go. When we start talking about that in inter- an interaction, or the friendship, or the relationship, you attracted to the money. You may not if even be attracted brain, to it. You can't
1: do nothing without money.
0: Okay. Now, you may have a point to some degree, but there are some individuals that are compatible and they broke. And I mean, I'm not saying that two broke people will always get along. But well, I'm, not that, I'm not saying that. I'm not seeing I'm not saying that just because people live in poverty, they're not happy either. Because I found that people that are rich or well-off are more miserable than poor people. So they fight even more because sometimes they fight over money. So money don't make you happy. It's good to be able to pay your bills, but it's not like it's going to bring you a sense of happiness or bring you even healthy relationships. you got some individuals that are wealthy and they're toxic. They're toxic. So when you say if they money is right, so if you chasing the money, now they may know you chasing the money, and you may they may give you what they want you to have, but that doesn't mean you got any chemistry or compatibility. You just tricked yourself. You've been played.
1: Well, I like I like what I like. I mean, in general, I'm gonna say this. I never, I never, ever had an issue with chemistry or compatibility. Sometimes, sometimes you can get out there and think you compatible after being with a person for, for, for so many years, but however, sometimes um, you get bored.
0: Yes.
1: So, therefore, does that mean you're no longer compatible or, or, or,
0: no. or have chemistry? no. People get bored all the time, but if you bored, you find something to do to spice up your relationship. Because sometimes well, if
1: it ain't nothing that'll spice it up.
0: Well, if it ain't nothing that's gonna spice it up, then you need to go back and reevaluate the relationship. It's time to go. That person may be just as bored with you as you are with them because then they got routine. That well,
1: happens. you know what grown people do? They speak up. I can't read so about mine, but I can make me happy.
0: Correct, but here we go. If you got chemistry with a person, you know when they are in trouble. If you got that chemistry with that person, you don't want to be because you're not a mind reader, but you go pick up on some things because they may not even be aware of because that's the body language that you're picking up on. That's a connection that you have with them. Now, but just because you got bored in a relationship, Roger doesn't mean that you gotta um end the relationship because you're bored. Now, if there's other things yeah, that I, is I don't think it
1: would be I don't think it'll be fair to stay around with somebody and um and you're and you're unhappy with that person and um and you're lying to yourself as well as them. I think that's a thing fake.
0: True.
1: But so okay. be grown about it. Be grown about it. Hey look, this ain't working for me.
0: <laughs>
1: and <laughs> and um and um this ain't working for me. So therefore we need to, we need to go out a different way. So you sound like
0: Tony Brass said, just be a man about it. You go tell him, just be a man about it. You know, exactly. <laughs> why exactly. you want to lie to me, just mad about it. That's the number. If you're not happy with you, you can't make nobody else happy. There you go. time to go. There you go. But so, therefore, we don't have no
1: more compatibility. We don't have no attraction. We ain't got no chemistry. It's a wrap.
0: But here we go, though, Roger. Sometimes people stay in relationships longer than they should because True. they are afraid to leave for whatever reason. And sometimes the money could be why they're there. They don't. They don't want to give up that lifestyle. They don't want to give up. But sometimes you got to. Sometimes you got to be grown about it. You know what, Roger? I'd rather be broke, living in a shack, than have somebody next to me I can't trust and I want to be to, talk to you. This is Okay. You can thing. thing that
1: I don't hear nobody saying you're not married.
0: Correct. But in I'm order to me. get married, in order to marry when, when you're married, you are
1: not let him talk. You're married. You got to work through it. You got to. Got to work it. Okay.
0: So, That's what drives me talking about with yeah, being so. bored. But how do you even get married or become married if there's no chemistry and no compatibility? you got people that get married that don't even know each other.
1: Okay. Hold on for one minute, Miss um, Abney. You're talking, and we try to talk, but you won't let us finish. I'll take I can't hear
0: you. Yeah, yeah, sure. But the thing is, it's just when, you, when you've got to open relationship, you got this. just you're just dating. You're just dating it if you're not married.
2: So the commitment is saying, "Hey, look, uh, whether good times, bad times, the death was part. You got to work it. You got to work through things. But when you when you're not married, you're just, you're just
0: dating, so you can you can opt out. If it's not working. Okay, I get you what you're saying. If you're not married, but what I'm talking about with chemistry versus. Okay.
1: Can you still opt out
0: even if you're
2: married? I hey, you. don't want to do it no more. Okay. Well, that. but you gotta try. I don't try. I don't want to
1: do it. I just don't want to do it. Well, the Bible says, you see you get married in front of the eyes of God. The whole thing is that you're, you're making your commitment in front of God. And he said, you gotta work it out. The only way is if somebody cheats on the other. But what if I don't want to do it no more at all? You shouldn't have got married. Well, I made a mistake. Well,
0: you made a mistake. I mean, you make a mistake, I went out. Can I get out? You can get out? Okay. You know what, what you I've heard T D. Jake say that there's three deal breakers. Abuse, abandonment, and then we got addiction. If someone abandoned you, there's nothing you can do about it. If someone is abusing you, you don't have to stay there. And now with addiction, that's kind of a wobbler. But if their addictive behaviors has become abusive, or the person is irresponsible, you can sit there and talk to Dev, do you part all you want. Then somebody will die. That's where it becomes a problem. But the thing is, sometimes people have married the wrong person, or we get into a relationship with an imposter, and we don't even know who that person is. Now. When you tell a person, well, why don't you take time to know this person, you think, mm-mm, I don't need to do this. I know this is who I want to be with. I'm compatible. We got this chemistry. And sometimes we even have the kids before wedlock, I mean, out of wedlock, before the marriage. So there's different things. So sometimes individuals, like the gentleman was saying, is if you marry, yeah, you should work it out, but you should be able to work it out. But as a therapist, I have people coming to me, and if one wants out of the relationship, I can't make that person stay. And you've got individuals holding on to somebody that don't want them. I would rather be celebrated than tolerated. I don't want nobody to be with me just because.
1: So do you have chemistry or do you prefer the
0: uh, the compatibility? Uh, I want both. I want both. And the reason why, even though we have chemistry, that means we like each other. We got a connection with each other. Now, even if some areas we may not be compatible, because you know, Roger, I don't like the water. So me not liking the water and, the man, and my man talking about he want to go surfing, Janetta ain't going. I'm cool with that. You go in the water, I'm standing on the sand. So, But we could still have fun together. I'm not going to be so close-minded so I'm not willing to grow. That's what the compatibility also is about. It's also compromising. Sometimes we run into people and we say, Oh, well, they got potentials. But if they got potentials and they're not following through on their potential, sometimes we waste our time. And we gotta be mindful when we run running down the altar with someone and we're not even ready for that. Some individuals may not even be I don't wanna call it marriage material. But they may not even be ready for that. They may not even know how to be a wife or know how to be a husband. And back in the day, we had forced and arranged relationships. There was no compatibility, no chemistry, no nothing. And these individuals were getting married. I have a question for you. What if you're a single person, but you're attracted to somebody else's wife? And you have chemistry with them. And you're compatible. Okay. I say we... Okay, I would say, Roger, respect a marriage.
1: Exactly.
0: Don't you become the interference or the sidebar because my mother used to always say the best way to keep somebody together is try to break them up. That's not yours. We're talking about compatibility. um, Roger, people can be compatible with a lot of people, but that don't mean that's yours. They already married. They already taken. So how do you
1: how do you stay away from shit like that? Excuse me.
0: You acknowledge the attraction. You acknowledge it, but you don't have to act on it. Thank you. You know, it, it, when you said that, it it brought me to one of my favorite movies. I think it was G three thousand G three hundred when um when the man one of my favorite actors told um my other actor I'm in love with your wife. I said, yeah. back in the hood, that'll get you hurt. How are you gonna exactly. tell somebody I'm in love with your wife? But it's possible, Roger. It can happen. But you might no, find it don't, it don't happen. It's not possible. It, it is possible. It is possible. But you don't have to act up on it.
1: You don't Imagine have to act Imagine up on it. And shouldn't you tell it. that that dude that Hey, look, man. I don't know what's going on here, but uh, this ain't cool.
0: If you see that somebody is in love with your wife, should you tell the dude that? The dude, the husband may already have picked up on the sign. The husband may already be aware that there's something going on, but they may not be acting on it. I've had a lot of... Hey, I'm going to
1: have
0: to call you right back. Okay, but I'm going to say this that you're I've had a lot of guys that was attracted to me that I didn't know that they was attracted to me while I was married but I never cheated on my husband's them. but they had this thing with me, but I never thought about it. I looked at it that way. So these things can happen. When we're talking about um, the chemistry and also the lack of chemistry, it's like what does it mean when an individual has the lack of chemistry? Now, the conversation can be difficult, and individuals can struggle to relate to each other. You know, I've talked to individuals about different types of. Okay, Roger, I'm gonna hang up, and you can either call in on the show. I'll text you the number, or call me on my phone. I'll put you back on. All right. I'll come back. Okay. Okay. Bye. Now, if you want to call in and join the show, give me a call at five one six three eight seven one nine one four. Now, when we start talking about this lack of chemistry in a relationship, because sometimes individuals will find that they're in a relationship with someone or they could be married to someone, and the person that they are married to haven't even, or they don't even, they're not even able to relate to the person. Oh, Lord Jesus, I am on live now. Um, and when that occurs, that can be a problem. What do you do in those type of situations? And the thing is you don't want to blame the other person for how you feel. Your feelings are your feelings. But you can have a conversation, and the other person may become emotional. They may take it personal. And that's something that you may not want to hear, but that's how your relationship can grow. So it can be a, different, a difficult conversation. Now, what happens is you seem to agree on essential issues or you have vastly different values, you have no desire to get closer to them or to even know them better. Sometimes you just like Roger was saying earlier, you may want out. That's fine. But you don't have to ghost individuals. Because so sometimes people will ghost you or they'll ignore your phone calls or gaslight you. That's not fair. That right there, that's that's not cool. And it's very, very immature. Now as I'm looking at this and it talks about what causes intense chemistry with someone? Now, that one is huge. And a lot of times because when, it's, when you know I'm feeling this person or you think this person is feeling you. Now, we can build chemistry by laughter and shared values. Um, someone who speaks our love language can also make us feel um, seen or heard and understood. We feel we have this connection with them. That's what the chemistry is about. Now, this might explain the experience of having chemistry with someone, and it could feel good to know that somebody cares about you, somebody you can spend time with and you enjoy, you get excited to see this person. And the more time you spend, the more you get to know or you learn about this person. Now, sometimes that person, again, may not be available, may be emotionally unavailable, maybe with somebody else. And sometimes you got to just back off because that's not for you. That's yours. Like my mama used to say, it's hot. Leave it alone. It's hot. So when we start talking about this chemistry, I want to know, because I need some people to call in, is the chemistry different for a woman than it is for a male? Meaning how do a, a woman know when they have chemistry? Because women got a bad habit of wanting other people's stuff. Leave it alone. You know, to me, I would say that with a woman – it's more of um, a physical attraction. Sometimes we'll look at a guy and be like, Oh, you know, or, you know, sometimes people look at how he treated his mother or how he treat his sisters or if you have good work ethics. What is his character like? Those are some of the things that I find that some women may be attracted to. But then we got some women that like bad boys. Some women that want a person that's thugged out, you know, like what well, was the Tupac song? No, 50 Cent, you need a thug in your life? I think maybe they was too positive. I'd rather be an NIGGA, you know, cause you need to any facility in your life. We got people that are like that. But where's the compatibility, like R.C. Blake used to say, if you're a Ph.D. woman with a GED man? Chemistry may be there, but are you actually compatible? Now, I'm looking at what causes chemistry between a man and a woman. And one of the things that they talked about is the romantic chemistry, because there's different types of chemistry. It could be a work chemistry, it could be a, um, a romantic chemistry, it could be a spiritual chemistry, it could be a lot of different things that are connecting you. But the romantic chemistry focuses on the characteristics between two people, including mutual interest that you have with each other, similarities, and intimacy. Now, according to Campbell, the more present these characteristics are, the likely the two individuals will be or perceive chemistry between each other. Now, I'm not saying act on it, but you're starting to pick up. Um, somebody told me one time they're catching feelings. People start catching feelings for you. Now, when we start talking about this now, what do you tell or how do you tell if a guy feels chemistry for you? Like I said, that's the thing with a woman, we more, we're looking at you, we're looking at what you got, we're looking at how you go about things, we're looking at how you treat people. Now with guys, guys like to be physically close to people they are attracted to. Even when it might seem silly, and this can sometimes even result in touching. If he ever touches you or seems like he want to and you feel the same way, that's chemistry. Now, I know my son never thought in, but I had this, this, this guy I know, Every time he see me, he would smile. And he had this gap in his teeth. And I used to be like, ooh, is he retarded? Is he slow? Is he... He couldn't even talk to me. He would just always smile. I couldn't even hold a conversation with this man. And my son would be like, oh, mom, he cool. Mom, he did." I said, all he'd do is smile every time he'd see me. What the hell wrong with him? But when he finally got up enough nerve to talk to me which he still kind of, I guess I intimidated him, he still, all I would do was see him smile. He would just be smiling all the time. Now, I want to share some information. It talks about 13 simple ways to know when you have chemistry with a guy, and I guess this is for women. Some people show this in a subdued way, but remember, not everyone is super confident because, Sometimes you may have this chemistry, you may want to go after this person, you may want to talk to this person, you may want to get to know this person, but yet the problem is you may be kind of shy, you may be a little insecure, you may not have the confidence in yourself. And, for example, he might have difficulty pulling away from a hug or sit on the side next to the table with you, or if he touches your back or holds your hand, he may be interested, you know, one of the five ways, and it's kind of starting, I want to start with the first one that they talk about, is they make eye contact with you. But I've also seen it where a person can have chemistry with you and they look down because they're afraid to look you in the eye. So don't mix that up because that could be a cultural thing too, but when a person makes an eye contact with you, laughing with you, it can seem like they're flirting. He angles his body towards you. Mm, that one is interesting because they getting kind of close. He copies your body language. Is another one, and he wants to be close to you. Is another one. He teases you. I didn't know about the teasing one because I used to thought I always thought if you tease me, that mean you didn't like me, or he flirts with you. He speaks with a lot of emotion. Is another one. He talks like you, or he talks about future plans with you together, is another one. And he puts a smile on your face. Now, that's what I like right there. I like when I talk to people, and they can make me laugh, or they make me smile, or they can take away some of the stuff that I may be going through, and you feel butterflies in your stomach, is another one. You feel tension between the two of you, is another one, which is the chemistry. And... You lose your sense of time with them. I mean, time goes by so fast. You could be talking to him. It seemed like y'all been talking for five minutes, and it could be two hours. So those are just some of the things that they say. Now, I'm going to call somebody else because I don't even know if they are available, but it was two people I was thinking about calling. I don't even know why I'm calling this person. But I am, but he normally gives good information and I ain't talked to him in a while. So he did not fuss at me either. Oh, okay. He don't answer the phone. Hey, are you busy? Uh, I'm driving, what's up? I got a question for you. I I got you I on the radio. Have an answer. I I I'm on the radio, but I have a question. Okay. Yep. My question is, as it relates to relationships, chemistry versus compatibility. How do you know uh, you got chemistry with someone? Chemistry versus, versus compa-
2: compatibility.
0: compatibility.
2: Uh, and the question is
0: what? How do you know if you have chemistry with a person? And see, and, and I thought about you because I remember you telling me about my last husband and when you said, that man don't want you, that man don't like you. May, well, all of this, obvious, I thought it yeah, is. It's, it's obvious,
2: isn't it?
0: <laughs> no, you I didn't know, know I didn't know that until you told me. Well, later, but in
2: the beginning I didn't know. But listen, how do you know if it's Because right? everything's
0: smooth. Everything a relationship isn't hard. All everybody gotta do is
2: do their part because everything know. can work
0: out fine. I like that. Do your part, but sometimes when we talk about chemistry. How would you know if you got chemistry with a person? Because you shocked. What I just them. say, I, I just told you. You did, but you, I know your personality. everybody you. do their part? It's gonna flow smooth. Mhm. Some people come into
2: they meet somebody ever in the agenda. Oh yeah. So, yes. I mean, it, I mean, it always what's in the dark always come to the light. Mm-hmm. Darkness can't hide in light. Mhm. It exposes itself. Light will expose it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you, you, you may try to walk this way,
0: but, you know, you, who you are is going to reveal it. You. You're going to reveal yourself. Mm-hmm. But eventually, because, see, I'm going to speak from a female's perspective. Sometimes, even back in middle school or whatever, you'd be like, oh, he liked me. Oh, and then sometimes you don't even know they like you because you told me that people like me, and I didn't believe you. I was like, they don't like me. They don't. I don't know how, if you picked up on the chemistry. I don't know if you heard something. I, I never well, knew. You're how you using mean. the word
2: chemistry. Um, if it works, it works. If everybody do what they're supposed to do, there'll be wedding bills down the road. Mm-hmm. And what some people are going to do is hold back because it, it, it's, it, it's not going to be believable. Mm-hmm. I found the right man. Man, I found the right woman. All everybody got to do is don't come in with alternative motives, you know, a secret agenda, you know, and everything will work out. Okay, but, but it he, depends on what you
0: want. Come with, but here do we go. Do you want a relationship? Do you want to be married? Here you go. That hidden agenda. Do you think that that's from – I was listening to TDJ yesterday, and someone told me to listen to him. And it was about um, something about get your own oil is what it was about because we are so busy trying to take from other people and drain other people, not realizing that we all have opportunities. And just because you made bad decisions or you didn't jump on something or we look at people's potential. But one of the things I like what he said is you can tell a person no. Just because you like me doesn't mean I got to like you. Or right. don't mean I gotta be mean to you or disrespectful because you know I've always had a way of trying to divert things or put people to the side or you know I would because I really didn't know how to say no but I would not go always say yes either. Well, this I, I found this out in life. It's okay to say no, correct. Whether if you like it or not, correct. My no is for me. It's not for you. Mm hmm. That is a good way of looking at it. That's you can't make me uh, appear. You may not be what I, I may not like women who foot, one foot go to the west and one foot go to the east. You know what? Look, Don't make me flip you off on Facebook. No. <laughs> but the thing is, that is true. That is so true. Of course it's true. But then as we get older, some people just settle, and they think that it's compatibility versus the chemistry. You know, making no, Well, they a don't settle for that. What do you think they settle for? They settle because, well, hell, I'm in it now. At least I know her. At least I know him. Mm. He ain't going to do this. She ain't going to do that. And at least the bills will going to get paid. We got food on the table. Got a roof over our head. That's sad. You
2: know, that ain't sad.
0: It is sad.
2: That's
0: right. Beca- well, because it's sad because. Because has- what happens
2: is you mess around at the club, got her pregnant, but she got you pregnant, however you want to put it. And then um, now, a few weeks later, uh, my friend didn't show up. Mm-hmm. And he said, well, what you want to do? Oh, baby, we're doing this. So you, you settle. Mm-hmm. It ain't that, you know, everybody do their part. Everything turned out good. It might not have been your choice. But some people are
0: responsible enough to handle their business when they, you know, mm-hmm. uh, not being responsible. Ooh, you should have seen the look on my face. Ooh, but then the problem is, like you said, you met him at the club, you did the dude, now you're being responsible, and that's fine, and dandy to be responsible. But then you find well, out you can't even stand each other. You want, Well, you,
2: you learn to live with a person for several different reasons. Mm-hmm. You learn to, to be with a person for the kids, and I know this person, I ain't got to start over. I ain't got to do this, I ain't got to do that. I mean, it's just different factors that, that build uh, uh, lifelong relationships. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. And love is there. It's just, you know, because I don't tell you I love you,
0: I show you I love you. Mm-hmm. 1.4 miles right, Listen, I'm uh, in traffic I I'm app- about to get you back, honey I appreciate your input I appreciate your honesty And I'm going to co- see your bill <laughs> No, I'm going to see you a new what one you With do. the balance yeah. on it <laughs> that's, what, that's what you do You have a good one, okay? You too, alright, talk to you later, Bye. Bye. All right. bye bye-bye. <laughs> See, I like when I can call people And they can give me their honest opinion in regards to chemistry versus compatibility, and, you know, we could talk about this. And it comes from different perspectives, and these are individuals that may have been in those situations where they got caught up or tried to make the relationship work, married the person, stayed for the kids, and it's like, where do some of these views even come from? Sometimes it's what it's a learned behavior of what we saw Growing up, even within our parents and the relationships and the marriages that our parents had. Now I got one more person, and these people are just popping in my head. Like, hmm, I want to hear what they got to say. And I know they hate when I be doing this because I straight be putting them on the spot. But I still be doing it because I be waiting to the last minute to put the information out here. Let me see what number I got for this person. Okay, I don't know, because this is a whole another state, just like the last one was a different state. Let me see if this person answered the phone. They know I don't ever call, so they'd be like, can they call me, really? Answer that phone. Please leave your message for... person oh, you call me back. I don't want you to call me back. I want to talk to you now. Okay, let me try this person. I don't like when they don't answer my phone calls. I can't be a brat, so... I got to respect that they got a life too. Now
2: they're going
0: to come back and be like, what you calling for? Oh, my neighbor. Answer the phone. Okay. Hello, how you doing? I'm doing all
1: right, ma'am. Nice to finally hear your voice, right?
0: Now. Okay. You know you're on the radio. Oh, no, I do not. <laughs> yes, you do. That's what I'm telling you.
2: Take
0: it. And I hear your grandkids in the background, but so I have a question for you. Today's topic has to do with chemistry yeah, versus why I'm on the radio ask them a question. The topic today is chemistry versus compatibility in a relationship. How do you know if you have chemistry with another person? Mm. Mm.
1: I think chemistry, the physical part of the relationship, comes naturally. Mm hmm So where you have to invest more time and get get the relationships to tell,
0: I would Mm -hmm. say. I would agree because I think when we met, when we were done, we had chemistry. Because we didn't know each other, but we had a chemistry that was going on. And then as we got to know each other we started trying to see if we were more compatible versus just the chemistry. Because a lot of times in relationships, individuals will start off with that chemistry or either they'll try to build the chemistry later and as they try to build the chemistry they can either fall it can, it can, um it can, they can have difficulty. Because one of the best way to build chemistry is through communication. Because as you communicate, but the person got to be honest. Because you're not going to build no chemistry with a person if they all oh, they doing is feeding you lies. What did you take on that, Mr. Hamilton?
1: i concur with that. I think that's a pretty accurate statement. Because if, if, a you, person, mm-hmm. if a person is untrustworthy to tell you the truth, what else are they going to be untrustworthy about? Or mm-hmm. what can you set with a person that you already know?
0: As a lawyer. Mhm. Mhm. Okay, so here's my question as a man, cuz I know you've had this before. What do you do when you have no chemistry or you the chemistry is gone? What do you do with that relationship? So, uh, I would
1: say that a lot of times, when when you have chemistry with a person and the relationship in if it's not on bad terms, that mm-hmm. person can still be cool, kosher, uh, I would say. that mm-hmm. you can still have a relationship with without it being physical, just by your chemistry being around each other or whatnot. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, if you don't have that type of chemistry with a person, when it's over, it's kind of close the door, finished. <laughs> nothing to
0: work, nothing to work on. You said close the door, finish ain't nothing to work on. But here we go. Sometimes you may not have chemistry, but that person may still be wanting to hold on. I see you, Nikki. You can call in if you want, if you got something to say about chemistry versus compatibility. You can give me a call at 516-387-1914 because individuals that are like 40ish and up versus 30 and below, we all have different input when it comes to things like this because some individuals don't even have that chemistry or compatibility or, you know, and then when you are talking to somebody that's in their 80s or 70s, you know, they had more gunshot weddings. They got married because they had no choice or because somebody got pregnant so relationships kind of change over time. But how can we get back to being with someone that we want to be with, having someone that we can grow with, that we can learn from and, you know, and spend the rest of our life with? There are some people that I know I don't even want to go around a corner with. I'm like, uh-uh, I don't know if I can trust you. So <laughs> get away from me. So when you got these individuals that are holding on to you that you don't want holding on to you, how do you just be like, leave me alone. Leave me alone. Okay. What do you do, Mr. Hamilton? Uh, that situation I was
1: dealing with uh, normally, I avoid any contact with a person
0: I know that to be difficult. Ooh, I like that. Avoid contact. You know what? And some individuals have what's called a no contact. But then some individuals may feel like they're being ghosts. Some individuals may be gaslighted. You know, and people will do that because sometimes individuals may not know how to be honest to say, "You know what? I I understand that you like me. I understand that you're feeling this way about me, but feeling is not mutual. It doesn't make you a bad person, but at this time in my life and this season, I don't see us going anywhere." Or I don't. And you know, you always call me Lucy. And that gets me in trouble because I really didn't know how to have that conversation with people. So I would try to laugh and giggle. And you'd be like, why are you yaki face?" And people say, I'm, not, I'm trying not to get cuffed out. <laughs> I'm, trying. I'm trying not to get raced and beat up. You know, I would do things a little different, but that may not have always been, you know, it may not always work for everybody. So, and some men, even with women, they can do the same thing. Tell that woman, look, I'm not interested in you. I'm not trying to. And sometimes like, that may make the person try even harder. Now we got stalking laws. You can't be doing that. You stalking me. Yep.
1: I'll
0: have that problem. <laughs> How you get rid of your stalker? No. Well, Oh, you know what? <laughs> That's what I did. I know. I know. I know. That's crazy. That is so crazy. So when we talk about not only because I was focusing a lot on chemistry, but the compatibility. Mr. Hamilton, when we talk about compatibility, what is one of the things that you try or you would like to be compatible in a relationship with a person? Let's
1: go. Because I want less look for someone that I can build trust in and trust in their word. Mm-hmm. And once I see that I can trust the person that's in word or whatnot, then things kind of then I can kind of lower my defenses on all of them or
0: whatnot. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you look at trust. And um, trust is really huge because if you cannot trust a person, you there can be an issue. One of the things that I like with compatibility is that we have some of the like interests. You know, I'm you know i family-orientated, you know, except for when my kids get on my nerve. I like being around family. But I wouldn't work well with a person that is antisocial or that's real quiet or withdrawn or an introvert because I'm more outgoing and I like doing things and I like having fun. I like, you know, I like, I'm not going to say celebrating, but I like doing things. But if a person is a homebody, I'm going to go without you. You ain't got to go. But that don't mean I'm going to on with you. Or if the person is withdrawn or depressed, mm-mm, can't do that. That don't work for me. So you want to have some like-interest. Now, even if you don't enjoy doing some of the things that they do, the compatibility part is being open-minded to learn, to at least try. You know, because you can have a good relationship with them because you have similar opinions or interests, but you also got to be open-minded. So when we start talking about what does it mean to be compatible, our compatibility involves being in alignment with one another, in a way that allows you to function together harmoniously, you gotta be able to get alone. Some people just don't get along. Now I'm looking at something deep, and it talks about ten different signs to tell if you are compatible. And it doesn't mean that you gotta be your they gotta be your soulmate, but just the compatibility, positive interaction. Have you ever been around somebody and all the interactions? I say all, but you had more negative interactions than positive interactions. Um,
1: I had a friend like that. We was attracted to each other, but every time we was around each other, something always would occur or whatnot, so that we we could never actually get, get have a private conversation others.
0: You know what, my house guests are really getting on my nerve because they know I am live on the air, and they just turn the TV up even louder. I'm just, mm, Jesus, Jesus. Okay. So a major sign of compatibility is, like I said, is a positive interaction. Another one is similar values, And that was one of the things that I was talking about, whether it is family, work, lifestyle, finances, social life, politics, and you ain't going to always agree on politics, but you don't want to be fighting over politics. Religion, spirituality, ethics, your work ethic, and your worldview. You know, another thing is you want to make sure you have shared long-term goals. What are your goals? What do you want out of life? It's very difficult to be in a healthy relationship or be compatible with a person. If you, let's say you trying to create generational wealth, and they work working on EBT, What, 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 what that ain't going to work. That's the problem. What is your take on that when talking about shared values? Well, for me, one thing
1: that I find to be high on my list now that I'm older is religion.
0: Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And so a lot of times when I talk to people that I might have an interest in and they tell me they're atheists or things of this nature, I find it hard to continue trying to
0: have a relationship with them I feel that if, if they take their view and nothing too far off of them. Mm-hmm. Well, this is what I say to individuals of in situations like that, Dee, is a lot of times they've been either church hurt or they were disappointed and they want to blame God. And that becomes a problem because they look at man and not God. I tell an individual, uh, atheists know the Bible better than a Christian because they typically busy trying to prove it wrong than a person is talking about they're a Christian or they holier than thou. So, but it's, I remember, I'll never forget one time, um, Byron told me a Muslim can be married to a Christian because that's about as close as they're going to come to a Muslim. Now, a lot of the things that I respect, anybody's belief, anybody's religion, whatever you believe, you believe, but don't force it on me. He um, told me one time, do you not want me for another man? I said, yes, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. He said, you better not let me catch you with him. I said, what you going to do, shoot Jesus? What you going to do? But the thing is, his mother was very spiritual and religious, but he got upset because he saw the politics in the church when they were doing a car wash and they wouldn't feed the kids. And when he asked for a piece of pie, they got mad. And he hated the church ever since. That's because one particular woman told you no to a piece of pie. He t- was he fat? Was he what? You <laughs> was said was he, fat? was he fat? Um, uh, I think what it was was he got pissed off by the fact that you trying to use us. You got all these kids out here watching cars, and y'all not gonna even feed us a piece of pie. And we having a bake sale too. Oh, he was pissed. He was pissed. So when he would go to church with me, he would sit there and mad dog the pastor and fall asleep. I would be so frustrated. <laughs> I said, "You ain't going with me no more. I am not taking you to church with me anymore." So another thing. So that was my thing when it came to that, our our spiritual religious beliefs. But the thing is this though too, if you believe in something, believe in it. Don't do it when it's convenient for you. That's where some individuals get in trouble. So another thing is, like I said, shared long-term goals. You want to make sure that you guys have goals. Another thing is physical attraction. Part of the compatibility is the physical attractive attraction. Now, we know that chemistry is important, and that's another ingredient when it comes to compatibility. But in many cases, instant physical attraction, more commonly known as we call it love at first sight, can bring people closer together and inspire them to make an effort to spend more time with each other or to get to know one another. But on the other hand, it is also possible for physical attraction to develop and grow over time between individuals who are emotionally or intellectually compatible. Now, me being a therapist, I ain't never dated another therapist because I don't think that would work. And I also try to stay away from preachers. Me and preachers, we don't get along. (laughs) We don't get alone, but it's like preachers are always coming my way, like leave me alone. You know, so, but part of it is the emotional and the intellectual compatibility. You want to be able to talk to individuals. I love emotional, I mean intellectual conversations. Also is the emotional alignment is another one. Similar sense of humor. Oh my God, D, have you ever been with somebody that their sense of humor sucks, or they try I to re- tell jokes and it's not funny, or I, re- I remember
1: when my wife
0: Lucy. You know what? <laughs> I
1: just
0: had
1: to sneak that
0: one in. Look, I accepted my looseness; I accepted it. But my sense of humor—some individuals have a, a, a different type of sense of humor. But the thing is, I do laugh at stuff, and it don't be funny. My son be so mad at me. You always laughing, it. it ain't funny. But I learned that my humor or my laughter was part of also the defense mechanism, too. Another one is radical honesty. you got some individuals. That's another indicator of compatibility is feeling comfortable in your own skin with your partner. Some individuals just lie for no reason. Now, this person, if somebody's calling in, let me sign them on see what they have to say to the show all right thank you I appreciate you I appreciate you hi this is Jeanette welcome to pressure predicaments blog Talk radio we only got a few minutes left on the show what do you want to add to the show as we talk about chemistry versus compatibility when it comes to a relationship
3: okay well in a relationship with somebody outside of yourself you have to pay attention to their feelings if you don't pay attention to their feelings that's one of the cornerstones in a relationship The other Mm -hmm. two cornerstones are trust and honesty. If you don't have trust and honesty, you don't have a relationship with somebody outside of yourself because they're making it all about themselves. And when you bring something to the table that could benefit somebody, which is who you're talking to, they disqualify you. And what they disqualify you with becomes the qualifications to do what you're doing in spite of what they think, because what they think is causing them to feel a certain way. And that's what, the result of their actions because, you know, everybody that has um, feelings is going to do something in regards to their feelings to make them feel better. But sometimes the Mm -hmm. things that make them feel better are the things that are detrimental to their rehabilitation where people are trying to help do this Mm -hmm. very thing that I'm saying
2: hmm So if and you're you know
0: going to It's interesting you said that because tomorrow I'm going to be talking about helping others. Because sometimes we try to help other individuals that are close to us, are connected to us, and sometimes that can be very draining when you're trying to help someone that really don't probably want to help themselves or don't know how but, or they, they have the potential. But,
3: but hold on, hold on. Now, if you're going to feed somebody something, right, and they can only eat uh like they had their stomach tied, right? Because they don't want to be fat anymore. So they had their stomach they had their tubes tied or whatever so they can't eat as much, right?
2: <laughs> so okay, they're only going to
3: eat a little they're only going to they're only going to eat a little bit and that's all they need is a little bit because that's all they got coming, right?
2: Mhm.
3: Okay. So if you're going to feed somebody that only has a little bit of space for something, then you want to give them just a little bit. Sometimes sometimes you and I have broken off way too much for the person who's in front of us. But we didn't mean to do that. We were just doing what we do. But then when we realize that what we were doing is giving them too much, then we can just pull back and let them metabolize what they could and then digest that because then they're going to want more of the good stuff.
0: hmm but when we even when we start talking about what today's topic is, and your your voice is starting to sound familiar, and I am way I
3: busy. Come on, I'm way busy, way busy. I started to ask that question. <laughs> way
0: busy. I ain't heard from way busy in about two years. Where you been, Man, way I busy? What I've been, i been
3: i been watching you. You, 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 you. I see you stuff on places that I go to, and I'm like, this girl ain't got nobody saying I love you or anything. It's like. I'm just like, you just keep going. You just keep going, girl, because you know what? Somebody listening, you know what I'm saying?
0: Because I'm sitting going listening to this voice like, oh, this voice sounds so familiar. But I, I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm going to ask, this way busy? Because I ain't heard from way busy in a long time. You know what? Uh, you while. the man. Way busy. You the man. I thank you because, man, well, we can I don't want to try to
3: steal the show, you know what I'm saying? You the girl that knows what's going on. You that, that lady that's on fire.
0: Thank you. And when we start even talking about like I said, chemistry, compatibility when it comes to relationships, some individuals think that they have chemistry and they'd be like, Okay, we're on fire. I like this person, this person likes me <laughs> Then it means we got chemistry. The compatibility Dude. is we got interests, you know, meaning that we enjoy each other's time. We like going to church together, we like reading together. Well, and those so are
3: talking about somebody you're talking about somebody different now. You're talking about somebody that has the right mindset you're you're talking about that person so keep talking
0: well what i'm saying is and because that was the topic dealing with chemistry versus compatibility because these are important ingredients in a relationship because many relationships today are missing one or the other and sometimes both yes they don't have
3: neither but but that but that's what people do though because people get caught up in their emotions you know what i mean and -hmm. your emotions is who you are it's what you love and what you don't love. But you've got to remember something. When you're talking to people like me, I'm going to point out the obvious to you because I want to remind you of who you are in love. And if, mm-hmm. if I remind you of this, if I remind you of this, then it's going to cancel out all that stuff that you was feeling Because your feelings are very important to you Which is what I was listening to So that I can help you get underneath your feelings Because your feelings is not who you are And since mm-hmm. I know this Then I want to help you get underneath to where you are So you could do what you do And that's what I'm trying to do Is to help you to do the best that you can be As who you are as a person to me You know what I mean? I'm just so trying I to help I ain't trying
0: to <laughs> You know what, but i got to end the yeah. show because i got a big o'clock like, appointment, but thank okay. you for connecting with me. Tomorrow I'm going to be talking about helping others because a lot of times when we talk about biblically, we talk about being a giver versus being a taker, and then we've got yeah. individuals are coming up, you know, in that season, in that mode. So I'm going to be That's talking cool. about this tomorrow. So join me tomorrow at Precious Predicaments Blog Talk Radio as we're going to be talking well, about helping others. And way baby, I, I appreciate, I'm glad to know that you are still lively. You're still around. I appreciate you. Okay?
3: Yeah. yeah. I listen to you. I listen to you. I'm not, I'm just saying, you know, I just, I, I don't want to be the one who says everything that everybody needs to hear, but I just want to say something just to make it clear so that if anybody does hear, there's a mirror and if you're looking in the mirror, you're going to be able to see what Waybizzy's doing for you. I'm not trying to do anything other than that. If it takes you a time to see how I'm busting these rhymes, then it may take a little bit of time. And that's okay, because when you look back, you're going to see me someday. We'll be
0: together. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right, Busy. Let me get ready for my 3 o'clock appointment and my phone ringing off the hook. All right, well, thank you very you better, much. Th- and thank you for joining me here at Precious Redicuments Blog Talk Radio. Tomorrow's topic, we're going to be talking about helping others. We'll be live at 6 p.m. Pacific. I had to change the time away bit because people wasn't available in the afternoon, so I had to change the time. <laughs> so, all right. Well, thank you very much. You enjoy the rest of your all day. Right, I, I,
3: love, I love you. I love you. You know that. So just love keep you doing too. You stay there. Bye bye. All right. Bye bye. <laughs>